0: Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the podcast about a podcast that might just be too beautiful to live. Joining you from the very rainy and stormy uh, Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Anne Lundholm. And thankfully, I have with me tonight a lady who Brings the sunshine with her wherever she goes. It's the nice lady, Christy Wise.
1: Hi, Christy. Hello. I'm so glad to be back. I'm so glad you let me be on a Friday show, Anne.
0: <laughs> well, we'll <laughs> just see what you can do for me. This <laughs> right. is quid pro quo. <laughs> I'm on trial here now. <laughs> right, exactly. We'll, we'll see if you come back. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, now I'm really nervous all of a sudden. I'm sweating. <laughs>
0: So Today is a Friday show. As you know, uh, if you listen to the show regularly, which I hope you do, on Mondays we bring you a recap of the previous week's TBTL, but on Fridays we do a variety of different things, and it is the third Friday of the month, which means it's time for the monthly clip show. And the clip topic this month is something that I wasn't planning to do initially. I was researching something else. I can't remember what it was. And then I ran across one of these clips. And you know when like your whole idea just gets shifted (laughs) to something else? And this took hold of my brain and would not let go. So today we are going to talk about the TBTL trip to the dentist. And anybody who uh, also watched Veronica Mars out there, that reference is for you. And if you haven't watched Veronica Mars, you should, because it was a really good show. Uh, so uh, The Dentist plays a big part in the world of TBTL, maybe bigger than it should, uh, because all of our hosts, maybe with the exception of Sean, who hasn't talked about it a lot, have had uh, some significant dental issues that they've Enjoyed talking about it. And of course, Sean's had medical issues, so right. <laughs> I guess he got his quota of of weird icky stuff in there. but um, and even just a few weeks ago, they started uh, mentioning dental stuff again, and they had the whole story about um, whether flossing really makes any difference. and uh, we found out that Andrew did not go to the dentist his entire two plus years in LA. And I thought, well, this show is coming at the right time then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we'll have some uh, fun clips to discuss. And I'm doing just a, a little bit of a warning for the dentally squeamish. There's nothing that's really terrible on here. Would you agree,
1: Christy? It, I agree. But it's, I yeah, it's did make my teeth hurt horrible. a little bit. Just because I have... Intense sympathy pains. So if anyone says oh, I broke my my ankle, I kind of limp a little bit. Um, So I I was having a little bit of sympathy pains, but I did it the first time around when these shows were on too. So I so if you're if you have sympathy pains, you might be squeamish, but it's not too bad.
0: Yep. And if you know you're just totally grossed out by dental things, there's nothing really graphic. No. I want to say that, but Just be warned. Hilarious. So (laughs) first, we have a quick must discuss. On um, the Monday recap, uh, a couple of uh, astute and faithful Wagoneers pointed out that at the end of the show, there was 17 minutes of silence, followed by a little clip of Bobby singing. (laughs) And he would like us to assure everyone that he totally meant to do it. It was absolutely deliberate. (laughs) That was a space for you all to think about your life choices and uh, ponder whether you've taken the right path. That was not him accidentally leaving that little snippet there on the end at all, because we are far too professional an outfit to do something like that. (laughs) Uh, So I think that's all that we must discuss. And we'll dive right on into the meat of the show. The first thing I want to do is thank the people who made this episode possible. And those are the archivists, the historians, who archived these episodes and made them so easy for me to find. And I've looked for a lot of clips off and on, and it's almost impossible to find them if they have not been archived already. So I would like to thank uh, Jack Taylor. And Caleb and Sarah Settlemyer for finding all the clips that um, we're using today. Um, this is your show, guys. We wouldn't have been able to do it without you. So thank you very much.
1: Yeah. And those are some of my favorite archivists as well.
0: Do you have any unfavorite archivists? <laughs>
1: I mean, other <laughs> well, than Mike, who is a total failure. Right. Kevin Farewell, Mike. Um, <laughs> I would say, I mean, I don't, I'm not allowed to name names. I used to shame them weekly, as you know. Um, Jeremy says I'm not allowed to do that anymore. But um, anyone who's had a week repoed from me, uh, you know, if you've taken more than six months to do a week, you're not my favorite. Mm. You can still make up for it by doing that week. But, you know, not, you know, you're not Anne and Sarah, Sarah material.
0: Well, I'll do just about anything for a pat on the head. It's clear that other people have better self-esteem than I do. (laughs) All right. Let's go to the first clip. This is, I think, the granddaddy of all the TBTL dentist (laughs) stories. It's one that Luke told quite early on in the first year of the radio show. It's from um, December 11th in 2008. And, um, we find out that Luke has not gone to the dentist for a very long time. And I'm not, uh, sure why not, <laughs> other than he just didn't feel like it and feels that it was not necessary. But, um, some mouth pain issues finally, uh, drive him to the dentist and he has, Uh, an experience that he described on the show in detail. So let's take a listen and then come back and break it down.
2: Uh, First, uh, what I was thinking was uh, we should have some story time. Hi, kids. Welcome to the magical world of stories, where horses can fly and the animals talk and wishes come true at the blink of an eye. I feel ready for it. I don't know if you do. Yeah. Yeah. I had to buy that on iTunes for, uh, that cost me at like $8 because you can't just buy that stupid song. Uh. You have to buy the whole album. So I hope you guys really enjoy that when I play it because I paid a good money for it. Uh, I've been um, feeling really sick f- since, well, I was actually, I realized now I was sick on Sunday. Um, but I was having people over for brunch and it was that kind of thing where you, you can't quite identify. You just generally don't feel yourself, but you can't pinpoint. What, that you're actually sick in a certain kind of way. You, I just didn't feel great. And so, like, I wasn't hungry at all. And, um, and so my, what I decided to do was drink away my blues. Cause everybody was showing up. And so I just, I drank a ton of, uh, alcohol.
3: You delayed being sick.
2: Yeah. But I didn't know that that's what I was doing. I didn't understand that I was, I just thought I was sluggish for some other reason. And the, the problem was, you know, it was brunch. So it was Bloody Mary's. And, we had this Bloody Mary mix that was actually kind of gross, and but it was the only thing to go with, uh, you know, the drink. So I ended up in tr- trying to get drunk on Bloody Marys. I ended up ingesting like twenty-five gallons of this, just like really gross, oily. It wasn't like a good quality Bloody Mary mix. So I go to the casino, and then I need my victory shot. Obviously, I'm not a philistine, <laughs> and I did some a lot of winning, so I had a lot of uh, victory shots. And uh, anyway, so uh, Monday morning I wake up and I just think I have the mother of all hangovers. And so I stayed in bed for a while and I just couldn't get it together. And I got up and I made some breakfast and went for a walk and I came back and I was like still not not doing well. So by Monday night I had a really high fever. I said maybe 105. Jen, you seem to doubt that. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you watch that episode of Little House as closely as I did, (laughs) but that's exactly what it was like. Um, And so then. The weirdest thing was Tuesday morning, the fever had subsided a little bit, but my gums were incredibly swollen now and in total pain. And I couldn't figure it out. And I had like a very kind of small little blister on my on the inside of my lip. Not really like a cold sore, but like a fever, like a heat blister or something, but like small and not painful. And I actually didn't notice it for like a while. Okay. So... On the show, I tried to ask the listeners what I might have, and some said herpes, mm-hmm. and, um, Ebola, was Ebola, mentioned. yeah. So it was, it was helpful. Scarlet fever. It was a helpful session. Yeah. <laughs> but I decided on Wednesday that I should consult an actual, uh, real doctor, or at least a doctor of dentistry. So I did what any discerning person would do. I went on Yelp and, and did a search for dentist, and there was a guy who, um, got super great reviews on Yelp. And uh, I called that office at like one o'clock on Wednesday and they said, we can get you in at two o'clock, like an hour from now. I thought that's that's amazing to the point of being kind of concerning, maybe a little concerning. But, you know, I I had been reading about trench mouth and all these uh, problems associated with.
3: Well, I do always hear that most dentists and doctors do set aside their certain hours that are for emergencies. Yes. And I told
2: them on the phone, I was like, "Um, I'm in major pain here. Um, so I went in and the setup of this dentist's office was, it wasn't like they were little individual rooms for each patient. You had a chair and then there was dividers that went up, you know, pretty high, but you could hear everything that was happening. It was like cubicles. It was like high cubicles. I don't want to, I don't want to deprecate this place too much before I'm ready to, which will be in a moment. (laughs) not really. You know what this isn't this isn't a story of of the you know not getting good dental uh you know advice or anything. But anyway, so everything that was being said by the dentist when he was talking to somebody in the next one over was I mean it was it was quite literally like you're just standing next to him. It was zero you know um privacy. And the other thing was I was in the middle one, so anyone who needed to go to the bathroom, to go to the dentist's office where he showed the x-rays had to walk right past me. I was basically in a hallway, that was the main way to get to everywhere anyone wanted to go.
3: You were an art installation at a museum, yes. almost.
2: Yes, a particularly gruesome one. <laughs> we will come to learn. So, uh <laughs> they take some X-rays, and let me preface this. I have to say this because I, do, I, I, I'm so humi- uh, excuse me humiliated by this whole. Like having swollen gums, I identify that with like not having good hygiene, right? I, I floss my teeth regularly. I'm a like crazy brusher. I was telling Addie about this and she was like, you brush all the time because half the time when she's trying to get in the bathroom, I'm in there brushing my teeth. And uh, I use the rinse. I do the whole thing. What I'm not great about is going in and getting my teeth cleaned. Because I guess I got it in my head somewhere when I was a kid that if you brush your teeth and you take care of them then you, and you don't have any cavities and your teeth aren't hurting, you don't really need to go to the dentist, which is, I learned, not uh, correct. So no. I have not had my teeth cleaned in probably 10 years. I mean, I got my wisdom teeth pulled about 10 years ago. So that would be the last time I was probably at the dentist.
3: How do you... How do you deal with like slight stains or a little or like plaque stuff like that that's too hard to get off
2: well i I mean i my teeth seem to me to be about the color of most people's teeth, not maybe more or less yellow um so that didn't seem like a problem, and I guess I just brush them real good and I figure everything's going okay. I don't have any cavities, whatever, so the dentist comes over after looking at the x-rays and after looking at my mouth. now he has a really loud voice. And he comes over and he looks down into my mouth. And this is seriously like he goes, Okay, well, um, let me take a look in there. And he goes, Oh my god <laughs> But like way louder than that. I don't want to say it as loud as he did because it would just like blow out the microphone. He basically yells, Oh my God. He goes, You have got plaque in there that is like coral And I go, uh, OK. This so then is... you
3: did the thing where you talked quietly to try to yes. clue him in. Yes.
2: I'm by the way, I'm in the fully reclined position. There is not a, a more um, vulnerable position you can be in. Right. I'm I'm lying there at his complete mercy. And then he looks and then he notices the this, this sore that I have on my lip, which, again, sounds disgusting. Did you even notice it when we were talking? No. It's very minor. It's no. a very minor thing. And he goes, what's that on your lip? But super loud. And I go, I don't know. It happened when I got my when I got the fever and my gum started swelling. And I just I thought it was part of, you know, being sick because my theory is and it remains. I got sick with the flu or something. My immune system was compromised. And then at the same time, you know, I basically like these bacteria that were in my mouth went crazy because the defenses were down. So he goes. That looks herpetic. <laughs> no. Yeah. He, and I said, you mean like a cold sore, but a little louder, but just to let him know that I don't really need herpes thrown around. <laughs> like, and he goes, yeah, like a cold sore. That looks herpetic. Oh my god. <laughs> and, and he goes, yeah, that's probably herpes. I go, really? Now, later he would tell me, I don't know, it doesn't look, he decided later that it probably wasn't. But at this point, he was t- satisfied to yell, that looks like herpes. About as l- loud as I've ever heard a person talk about herpes. And it- by the way, this place is packed. This is
3: not okay. That's not okay behavior. I was like,
2: is this really happening? Okay. So, he, um, he says, your gums are you know your gums are just swollen i'm like thinking yes i that's why i came here i uh, i'm aware of that um he did tell me by the way because i did the whole thing like i go i floss and everything he goes this is not about flossing he goes you could use barbed wire on that plaque that would not come off that needs cold steel i was like isn't that what barbed wire is made of let's not argue (laughs) it was like those scenes in role models (laughs) who which of us has a phd (laughs) So he goes, I'm going to try to blast some of that off. Um, he goes,
3: Well, that's not helping your gum situation.
2: Well, his, I guess his thought was there that, that that was irritating things. Oh. The tartar was irritating things. So he goes, he goes, uh, I'm going to try to blast this off. But I'm just going to tell you, and I swear when he said this, it was like it actually got quiet in the whole office. Well, I'm sure everyone was riveted. It was. I mean, I was riveted. <laughs> was, but first, I'm just going to tell you this. You're going to lose some blood. <laughs> From my lips to God's oh. ears. He seriously says this. So I'm lying there and I, I say, OK, and I'm wearing these glasses. That they give you, although they happen to be Ray Bans, which I thought was pretty cool. So I felt hip, <laughs> hip, but terrified and herpetic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I felt herp. <laughs> I'm a herpster apparently now. Uh, and so I, uh, I, he gives me this, um, swish, like an anesthetic, uh, you know, it's, it's kind of a topical anesthetic. It's supposed to kind of help with my, With the 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 bloodletting that's going to happen, he says. But um, so I sit up and I take the glasses off and the inside of the glasses are steamed up. Like I my my eyeballs were so terrified that they steamed up the in in, indoors in a dentist's office. The inside (laughs) of these is a climate controlled environment. The uh, sunglasses were steamed up. I had to go, like, like windshield wipers with my fingers. <laughs> so I do the rinse. It does zero good because you can't really get it to, you know, re- uh, and the lady's like, okay, you know, she's like, when the bell rings, spit it out. I'm like, there's a bell? Yeah, there, for the, I don't, you know, to tell me when it's been a minute. And I thought, why don't I keep it in for two minutes? Like if one minute helps take off some of the pain, why don't I do, how about four minutes? How about all of the pain is gone? So... Anyway, the time comes, he comes back in, and I'm back in the prone position with my Ray Bans on. And, um, and Sean, do you have the, um, do you have the accompaniment here just to help kind of set the mood if you can? He leans over me, and this is what happens for the next, I don't know, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. He starts drilling, and, and, uh, oh, and he's going don't like this. Need that. And he goes, every single tooth, He'll go, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then he'll do another one. And then he'll stop and he'll go, I'm so sorry. Oh, God. Because what what was happening was I was involuntarily wincing. I mean, not so much not so much so that he couldn't do his work, but you know, there's just like a point where you're getting a lot of pain stimulus and you kind of can't help but just be a little bit like squirmy. Um But I'm sitting there and so then He'll he'll do another tooth and then he'll go. Oh God. I'm so sorry. And I start to have like I start tears start coming out of my eyes. Not I I wanna say not because I'm not crying because I was in so much pain. Because it was really painful, but it wasn't that kind of pain. It was kind of like when you get hit in the nose with a basketball and your eyes. Like, when there is pain in a certain part of your body, too, I think that you just react with. I think it might have also
3: been the extreme stress.
2: It might have been, too. And then the extreme embarrassment that I'm lying there covered in my own blood and <laughs> spittle and um, whatever product they use to do this. And I'm wearing these Ray-Bans, and there are just tears streaming down my face. And this guy's leaning over me, drilling, going... I am so sorry. And at one point, he gets really into a spot and he seriously says, this is what he says to me. He goes, if this were a normal mouth, this wouldn't hurt at all. Oh my gosh. So it's on you. If this were a normal mouth, this, this was his, uh, this was his bedside manner. So he, he, he wrapped it up, um, finally and, uh, you know, we walk back to his office to look at the x rays after all this, and he sits me down and he goes, The good news is your x rays look fantastic. You've got a great set of teeth. We'll see you in a few months. And that was it.
3: That doesn't deal at all with the problem, does it? Or was he right? Did your gum swell up because of.
2: Nobody knows. I mean, hmm. So. He think I guess he thinks that, and he gave me like a rinse that's like a Listerine, but super strong. Um, but that was basically it. And apparently, after all that, after all the drilling and the crying and the bleeding and the, I am so sorry and the embarrassment, uh, he was like, Oh, yeah, the x rays are great. No bone loss. You're looking, looking real good. And so then I walk out of there with my little prescription thing and my, uh, you know, other stuff. And like the other people who had been in the area are all like, they, they start to look up thinking I'm the dentist and then they avert their gaze. Sure. <laughs> like they can't even make eye contact with me.
3: That is horrible. So
2: that's my new dentist.
0: So the first thing I want to say about this, Christy. Mm-hmm. Did he not have dental insurance? Why oh. would you look for a dentist on Yelp if you I'll have tell you a why. provider network?
1: I'll tell you why. Cause men are dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's, that's just like that. There's no more to discuss, but he just, d- okay. So he's talked about his childhood. I'm sure that there was not a lot of, I mean, he talks about going to like the dental colleges and I'm sure that there wasn't a lot of medical treatment because his dad was a sign painter. They don't have medical insurance right. when your Colt owns a sign making <laughs> store or whatever. Um, so I think he just really didn't know how to do it and he Uh, should have gone to his HR person and said, help me. I'm dumb, but he has too much pride to do that. So he went to Yelp. Where else do you find things? You know, you need a good burger. You need a dentist. You need a pap smear. Go to Yelp.
0: Oh my gosh. I just can't. (laughs) <laughs> After having almost 10 years of jobs at various radio stations, including NPR, which probably has a pretty good yes. dental package. For sure. That he thought that Yelp was the appropriate place to find <laughs> a, a dentist. <laughs> it's
1: so ridiculous. Um, So I have a funny story. Jeremy hadn't gone to the dentist since he was 18, and he was having such extreme pain with his... Teeth he, he just wasn't chewing on one side of the mouth. He bought oh no. he bought like liquid stuff to put on it to deaden the the like you do for a baby, I think, like orgel mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. wax that he would put on it. I'm like just go to the goddamn dentist you have medical insurance you know he has dental insurance <laughs> so I, we have a friend that's a dentist and he's like I don't want to go to him I'm so embarrassed by how bad my mouth probably is so I finally I just like made an appointment for him and said go here's when you go and he just had one cavity after 15 years which is that's not really nice I mean should it should have been worse he should have had more punishment for what he did to his <laughs> mouth but he didn't <laughs> yes that's and it really got not up and he was fair fine. wow well that's sort
0: of like a best case scenario for right, him
1: right and he lived for months chewing on only one side like that whole situation was months long and it was fixed in an afternoon uh-huh. so back to my premise men are dumb. <laughs> they don't go to the doctor they don't they just don't take care of themselves hmm.
0: And I had some sympathy for, um, back in the days before Obamacare and what all. If you did not have insurance. Makes sense. Then maybe yes, you didn't go down. to the dentist. Makes sense. Yeah. I went a few years when I was in my early to mid twenties <laughs> without going to the dentist. But, um, I sort of think that was dumb too. I should have shelled out the money to do it because there's nothing that makes you look older than having jacked up teeth. Right. Frankly, I mean, that can take a an attractive person and just make you go, oh, no, no, yep. thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'm good.
1: <laughs> exactly. And my, I had braces, so I had a lot of work done really early um, on, like I had this weird thing that I don't know if there's like a, a crazy medical Latin name for it, but all of my adult teeth grew in behind my baby teeth. (gasps) Can we call that like like shark teeth? I know. So I look like a shark (laughs) and I actually had to go to the dentist and have them mostly pulled by like this big wrench thing. And I can even remember the sound it made. And so that was pretty traumatic experience young. So I had all of that and then I had braces and then I had to get the braces put back on because I had jacked up teeth that looked like someone, like I ate a rock sandwich or something. I mean, it was terrible. Um, So... I like to take care of my teeth because it was a lot of money and a lot of trauma that I went through. So I'm not I'm not going to take it take it, you know take it for granted.
0: No kidding! Wow. <laughs> um. Okay. So, what do we think of this story about I, the dentist yelling that Luke has herpes? I don't think it was herpes. I think it was just a canker sore. I'm sure it was. And I'm listening to Luke tell this story in his outraged <laughs> way. And I'm thinking, did it really go down like that? It just seems so far fetched.
1: I mean, so we know that's what, what Luke it is, felt like.
0: Yes. Luke is highly sensitive to public humiliation. Right. And so. I'm guessing that as he thought the dentist was saying, <laughs> you have got <laughs> plaque in there that is like coral at the right. top of his lungs. It really wasn't that loud. <laughs> right.
1: But also, can I tell you, if that really did happen, how he says it went down, that's what you get for yelping your dentist.
0: Yes. Um, it sounds to me like the dentist was maybe practicing some tough love. Yeah, or
1: practicing dental. and (laughs) Like he's just just out of medical school or something.
0: (laughs) It does sound pretty awful. The part where he was grinding on the barnacles off of Luke's teeth (laughs) and kept apologizing. And Luke was crying. Yeah. That sounds awful. And there was blood. I can't figure out what on earth that would be. I've never had anything done like that because I take care of my teeth and don't right. allow the barnacles to grow. <laughs> yeah. What well, that you've really never sounds
1: had, horrible. You've never had your gums bleed when they do the things? Uh, not
0: for a long time. I, I think it's mostly when the hygienist like, pokes in there with the poker.
1: Oh, we could get to talk about the poker later.
0: <laughs> yes, indeed. But I floss pretty well, so mm. I don't have um, much bleeding Anymore at all. But, but I don't know what they would do. I mean, clearly the dentist isn't going to drill whatever plaque and so forth was on his teeth. He's going to buff it off or scrape yeah, it off. He's exaggerating. Or, he's exaggerating. Yes.
1: Yes. <laughs> for, for I know the some radio. people have, um, Extre- not just extreme anxiety. I know people that have to, we'll talk about this where they have to take medication to go. But, um, I know people that actually have to get Novocaine to be able to go to the dentist. Like, and then their teeth have to be cleaned in quadrants. So they'll go one day and have the bottom part done.
0: Oh, sure. Sure. I mean, because it's just thing. so involved.
1: Mm-hmm. It's so involved and they're, it's just their gums bleed so much or i d- i don't know cuz i i don't have that but i d- i have a friend that has to have dentist appointments in the same week one after another uh, because of it
0: i i don't um i don't look down or uh, make fun of anybody who has dental fears because that's not a pleasant experience for anybody mm. i can totally understand being really afraid I mean, I'm not, but nobody is like, "Yay, I get to go to the dentist today."
1: <laughs> I don't mind the dentist, but I have that anxiety about the eye doctor.
0: Oh, do you? Are you one of those people that doesn't like like the puff on the, the eye puff. or somebody touching?
1: It's the puff. Yeah,
0: yeah. My eye doctor said um, he's been punched before with the puff.
1: Oh, I, I have, I kicked someone last time. It's just a reflex. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Poor lens crafter lady.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't have dental fear, although, as I say, I can understand people who do. But I still, like, I'll be lying in the chair, and then I'll realize that I'm totally tensed up all over. Oh, And then mm -hmm. I make myself relax. And then a few minutes later, I'm completely tensed up again. So it's just not... A fun thing to do right it's not the worst thing in the world i mean it's, it's not the eye doctor but um right <laughs> it's not awful right but um luke was clearly highly traumatized by this particular event because he has brought it up over the past eight years how many
1: times do you think oh
0: eight, i can't yeah. nine,
1: ten times well i need to know has he gone to the dentist since? <laughs> I mean, this was a pretty traumatic experience for him.
0: Yes. Um, I think we'll get the answer to that in one of the
1: other clips. I mean, like recently, though. I mean, these are from
0: recently. (laughs) Um, I don't know. Does Carrie have any say in it? Because she (laughs) seems like she should would be sensible about it.
1: Yes. She seems to be like me where she would just make the appointment and say go.
0: Yeah, but I don't know if uh, if Lucas is good natured as Jeremy is.
1: Oh, that's (laughs) sure. Stop being a dumb ass and go. (laughs) That's what she needs to (laughs) say. (laughs)
0: And the longer you wait, the worse you make it.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, for sure. That's,
0: that's the whole point of this story. Yeah. 10
1: years. <laughs> All right. So are we ready for the next one?
0: I'm ready. I think this is my favorite okay.
1: one. Okay. I think so. <laughs> Me too. So this next clip comes to us from March 10th, um, 2009. Jen goes to the dentist and self-medicates herself before the procedure. Let's listen to it and then come back.
2: Uh, I'm very happy to be joined by an extremely woozy Flash Andrews. I'm a professional. Look it up in the book. Hi, Jennifer. Hi. Now, now don't play it up. Don't play it up for the cameras and for the microphone. Uh, you are genuinely... All, all uh, theatrics, all theatricality aside, you are about, I would say, fifteen to twenty percent here right now. (laughs) What happened to you today? Um,
3: I had a a dental surgery to um, repair a broken tooth, and um, I think that was bad. But I also think that my uh, decision to take matters into my own hands and wasn't sure that they understood what i needed
2: yeah what mama needed right right because this was you had a, a tooth that was that was falling apart they had to replace a tooth basically mm-hmm. yeah
3: it was cracking down the middle
2: okay and this is Breaking. different from maybe maybe related to but slightly different than your generalized cracking of the teeth no this came. is
3: this is from the clenching
2: i see but this is the yeah. most extreme example right. other teeth in your mouth have micro right. cracks this Light. was a macro crack
3: the other one that they fixed was very simple and not that big of a deal, but this one was a pretty big deal. So I uh, took my own medications because before and after.
2: Because they they just intended this to be something that was a local anesthetic, right? right? Like they numb the area. They go in. They give you a, a temporary tooth. Um, you decided, though, because you have your degree from Saint Regis, right. which it, does have a dental college associated with it. Hey. you decided to turn it into a general anesthetic. Yeah. Uh,
3: I actually do not recall arriving there. I do know I fell up the stairs
2: because Jason told me that. At the, you, you don't remember arriving at the dentist's office. Mm-mm.
3: But there's a big glass. It's a real glass wall. Mm-hmm. And so the receptionist was looking straight out at me. And I apparently I fell on the stairs coming up. And then I burst through the door and said, I took Xanax. It's okay. Like, I wanted to know I don't just fall normally, I right. guess.
2: It's only when you're deciding to... Uh, Anesthetize yourself because, right? Who knows better than you what what actually you need to get through a dental surgery? Right. So you did what you took a Xanax before the before the procedure, mm-hmm. and then how about afterward?
3: Um,
2: you don't. It it's seems so like interesting it's
3: because I came out and they said we'll just fill out paperwork later. So then I went out and got. And I remember that, and mm-hmm. I went out and got in the car. And I remember telling him, I hate my night guard. I hate it. And I had it in my hand. I said, you can just keep it. And she said, we'll discuss that the next time we see you. And so then I got in the car, and then I remember Jason saying we had to buy dog food. Uh-huh. And so we stopped at the store, and I sat, and I rolled down my window and said, get me magazines. So he bought me a bunch of magazines. And then I got home, and I took another, like an Ambien or something.
2: and then Well, because clearly you were too much in your right head, <laughs> Go, you know, <laughs> Coming out of the surgery, you needed to you needed to take it to another level. Apparently.
3: Well, so then I got some help from that, and I thought I would take a little nap, and then I would get up at two to start working on the show, mm-hmm. and then at um, four thirty, Jason woke me up and said, "Do you need to get ready for work?" And I said, "No," and he said, "It's four and then I said, "Oh, I gotta get up." So I got up and I took a shower and I got here a little, a little while ago.
1: Okay, and tell me what you think about this. <laughs>
3: Well,
0: I start laughing when Jen goes, "Hi."
1: Hi. Well, it's so funny because her voice is so deep and so tired and so subdued. Not Jen, like at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Me too. As soon as I hear "Hi," <laughs> the music's playing in the background. Look, <laughs> it's just so perfect. And this is what makes TVTL,
0: TVTL, right? Because I can't think of any other radio show where the producer would go to the dentist in the afternoon and take all these drugs and then go to work no. in the evening.
1: No, it's insane. So, okay, let's talk about first of all, I need to know where is she getting all these prescription drugs? <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't a- have a good stash. She has a great stash. I need to know where she's getting these and how to get, you know, get in with her doctor. So she first takes the Xanax. I get that. I have a Uh prescription for Xanax. My doctor gives me Xanax to be able to go get blood tests because I have the same thing about eye doctors with needles. Uh So I just have a standing prescription that every time I have to get a blood test, I get one of those. I take it before I go. Um, So I understand that. So she takes that, then goes and gets her treatment. And she didn't say whether she got gassed, too. She probably had Novocaine. Mm -hmm. She may have been gassed. And she was so doped up from the Xanax that she tripped going up the stairs, (laughs) which I love, and clearly couldn't fill out the forms. So that that says how she looked. (laughs) Then she gets home. And okay, Jen shouldn't take Ambien because... Do you remember the time she got on a plane and took Ambien? No. And then they had to literally carry her off the plane. Oh,
0: yes, I do.
1: <laughs> so Ambien is a drug, if anyone's ever taken a pill, that usually the effects last about 10 hours. So yeah, you she can't take one, it for a nap. No, you can't take it for a nap. She takes it and then says, I'm just going to wake up at two and start doing my job. <laughs> no. So when she comes in and sounds like, hi, that's because she's still high from Ambien.
0: And she just is totally slurring when she's Sorry.
1: like, I came into work just a I little couldn't... while ago. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, Jason drove her because <laughs> this is de- Ambien is worse than drunk driving. I mean, because you're basically asleep. You, uh, your eyes are open and you can talk, but it's very dangerous. Yeah. Isn't that the
0: one that has all like the sleepwalking stuff associated Mm -hmm.
1: with it? Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. So, um, she takes Ambien. She goes to work. I don't know why she's going to work. Why didn't they Mm -hmm. have someone fill in for her? Did they just not do that? Because
0: number one, uh, Luke is not that prepared and number two, <laughs> someone had to work. <laughs> Luke loves a good train wreck, right? Right, and it was great, right? This one goes it was down in history. So good, and you know he was very sweet with her. Is yeah. very like, well, we're are really glad you're okay, and and you stay over there, and
1: <laughs> <laughs> we'll throw some caffeine at you. Mm-hmm. Um. So th- this clip, how you how you mentioned that he is really sweet to her. Um in all these clips actually what I noticed is I really like their relationship and how it's everyone always talks about how the show is so different without Jen which is true
0: mm-hmm.
1: and and Luke and Andrew have a very good close relationship but they kind of keep that close to the vest they they have their inside jokes that they'll say sometimes they don't really talk about how much they hang out or if they do They're like, oh, yeah, we went out or remember that time we went to the casino. But Jen and Luke have such a long uh history with each other that they'll just say he, he says something like, oh, yeah, didn't you see that on Little House on the Prairie? Yes. <laughs> and like then they just have that history and that they just drop these things and they're so open and they probably it's probably because they thought no one was listening because you know Mm -hmm. literally Mm -hmm. tens of listeners and who cares right they're talking about they're way past of being in elementary and junior high together whereas like luke and andrew know that there's thousands of listeners now Right. That will stalk them at their hotel room. <laughs> so they don't, they can't have that. And it kind of makes me sad. It takes a little bit of, away from it, but I really just enjoyed. You can tell that they truly care about each other in these clips. And I really yeah, like
0: it. Yeah. And, and we've talked a, a little bit about, um, Luke and Andrew and how it's nice to see that kind of friendship between two men. But right. with Luke and Jen, it's a male female platonic friendship. Right. That you don't see that much of.
1: No. Yeah. And yeah. they didn't try to um because you know, you hear other shows and it's they are they they always do the will they won't they kind of stupidness mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. um kind of flirty or one up or the guy's like total douche, and that isn't how it was. They were very much equals, and they had a a shared past that was really great. It was like brother and sister mhm- i real I really liked that, yeah hmm. she should be on more she should <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, this uh is a great uh clip. And I did like when she recounted, as you said, falling up the stairs on the way in. <laughs> and the fact that she she burst through the door and announced, it's okay, I took Xanax. Because <laughs> she's really concerned. She doesn't want them to think that, you know, she has a problem. Right? <laughs> I mean, she's just high. That's all. Right.
1: I would be scared to say that because they might say... I would be scared that they would say, "Oh, well, we can't, we can't do a procedure on someone that's drugged up." Oh, right. So I would have been scared to say that unless they gave her the prescription. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, she is really amazingly willing to self-medicate, correct,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> for all kinds
3: of reasons. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I w- I would be too afraid of being. Um, not out of control, but not being able to control my situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess you have to have somebody like Jason that you really trust to take care of you. Right. If you're going right. to go down that route. And luckily, she does have her Jason. Yes.
1: <laughs> Everyone needs a Jason. <laughs>
0: so, shall we continue on? Yes. This is, um, I sort of think of this clip as a part two of the previous <laughs> clip because it deals with the same uh, issue. And we didn't mention that the reason Jen had to have the, all that dental work done is because that her teeth are cracking because she grinds <sighs> so hard that she's actually literally cracking her teeth. And so um, the clip we just heard was – the first time she talks about it, and this next clip comes from just two weeks later where she's had more dental surgery on a, another cracked tooth. and uh, she is sober for this particular <laughs> clip. so <laughs> she can tell the story in um, great and horrifying
3: detail.
2: Now that you're maybe ready to talk about it what's 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 going on?
3: Uh, well, uh, I had a broken tooth. And uh, they think it was caused by excessive clenching. Mm -hmm. When I get nervous or stressed, I clench and then grinding. Yeah. So what they had to do was um, repair it. Well, somehow in the repairing of it, the nerve was damaged. And so they had to stop the repair. They put a temporary on, a temporary little crown, and then sent me to a nerve specialist on... uh, I guess it was yesterday. Yeah. It was yesterday morning. Yeah. I, I, it's amazing. It was just yesterday morning. Feels like I've been through a war. <laughs> so I went over to Bobby to the nerve specialist and he did some tests that were not pleasant. By the way, he has this little thing that is um, like dry ice and he just touches it to see if you're sensitive, which I think all of my teeth would be sensitive to that.
2: Yeah. I can't eat a popsicle. with No. There's like, I have one tooth in my mouth that can handle a popsicle <laughs> and that's <laughs> like I carefully, that's like, it's this one on the side. I can't imagine. Is he putting dry ice on your tooth?
3: Yeah, he put it right on there. So they Uh did a cold test and then they did like a pressure test where they just put like a cotton swab on my tooth and then had me clench down on it. And that was like, so then right then he stopped and said, that nerve is totally damaged and we have to do a root canal and take it out, deaden Uh it, whatever. So he said, "Um, you need to come back today. We can do it at 2.30. So that was what I had done yesterday afternoon. Uh and it was not good. It was pretty upsetting, but I think mainly the reason it was upsetting is because I had just had dental work done the day before with six shots of Novocaine. Well, and I had told you off air, I was upset to talk about it on Tuesday because I was still kind of reeling from it, but you remember that they said I couldn't have Xanax because they needed to adjust the bite when they were done?
2: Oh, yes. We've, you know, we, we played answering machine messages from your, yes. your actual dentist, not the <laughs> dentist's secretary. Actual no. dentist saying basically, please don't come high yes. because we can't do the proper stuff with you. So, and you being a good soldier that you are and mm-hmm. a good uh, rule follower, mm-hmm. you said, okay, um, because the first time, for anyone who missed it, the first time you went, you were basically like, when they took your blood, they thought it was David Crosby's blood from 1982.
3: <laughs> yeah, it was not good. So I had gone in completely without Xanax. I was totally stone cold sober. Mm-hmm. And um, she started doing the Novocaine. And now this is this, this is, this is yeah, this
2: is the thing that where they eventually figured out there was nerve problems. Right. But you come in after the messages, you come in songs.
3: Yes. Right. And I'm laying there and they start to do the Novocaine. And I did the thing where I raised my hand, like Mm. I have something to say. Yes. And they ignored me. And so then I went, "Mm, mm, mm." and so she said, what is it? And I said, why are you putting Novocaine up there? She said, what do you mean? I said, it's not up there. It's on the lower level. And she said, what? And I said, my bad tooth is on the lower level. And she said, where's her chart? So then they got the chart. And already my little, tears were like, Xanax? <laughs> my little tears were streaming down. They have me wear these dark sunglasses, you know, like oh. old people in Florida.
2: I know. Remember Barnacle yeah. Mouth? It's the worst. <laughs> so my little tears there,
3: are streaming underneath.
2: There are times when you will cry involuntarily because it's just there's a pain reaction that you're crying because you're a baby. I was but crying
3: I, because I was stressed.
2: When I cry, I stress it's because cry. It's when I cry. I'm one of the toughest, <laughs> toughest nighttime radio hosts you'll meet. When I cry, there's a good reason. No, but there's nothing worse than when you got the sunglass on and the tears are streaming on the side. I know.
3: <laughs> so they got out my chart and realized that, indeed, the tooth was on the bottom, oh, not on the
2: top. my. Did I ask? Was she on Xanax? <laughs> she was not. She
3: apologized and said, it's a good thing you were on your game. You get a gold star.
2: Now, first of all. Do you get a refund on those Novocaine shots? Cause those are probably 25 <laughs> bucks a pop. I should have
3: asked that, but so then I was totally freaked out. Uh, yeah. So then, so they Novocained up the bottom and they took off the um, temporary to put on the new real one. Yeah. And that's when it all went bad. Like the pain was so bad, but everything, my whole face was so numb. Cause they just kept giving Novocaine cause I kept saying it hurts, it hurts. And they kept giving more. And finally they just said, what? something is really wrong. So then they did some tests and realized that the nerve was just totally frayed and was no longer oh, usable. So gosh. they closed me back up and said, you're going to have to go to a nerve specialist.
2: And that was Tuesday night. So you right. came in and did the show like a little trooper Yeah, with with, with a heavy heart.
3: Yes, but I did have, have a heavy heart.
2: But you didn't let anyone know. <laughs> didn't let anyone see. <laughs>
3: so then I went on Tuesday, I mean on Wednesday, yesterday to the nerve specialist and they said, you have to come back. And I, I thought that again, I yeah. couldn't use Xanax right. because they would need to have me alert.
2: Yeah. There had been a lot of discussion on this and, and you were like doing what you thought was the right thing at this point.
3: Right. So I'm, I come in, I'm, I'm laying on, on the table and I'm really stressed out. And at one point he said to me, I think to like calm me down, he said, Oh, the sun came out. And I said, I don't care. <sighs> so then he said, Now, what have you taken today? And I said, I didn't take anything. Yeah. And he goes, Oh, I wish you'd taken a Xanax. I thought you took Xanax. I said, I do take Xanax very normally, but I didn't know that. Oh, you must have been
2: now this must have been every bad emotion that you can have at once because you're scared,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you're sad, and you're
3: pissed. Yeah.
2: Like Exactly.
3: <laughs> and then he's trying to like calm me down by the sunshine. I'm like, I don't freaking care about the sunshine. Yeah, you I'm need very to...
2: upset. That should be a big part of dental school is like upping your small talk game. Yeah. <laughs> If you're passing someone at work who you kind of only vaguely know, you could be like quite a ball game last night or looks like the sun's coming back. That is reasonable small talk for that situation. When you're about to put a dry ice bullet on someone's tooth, Mm -hmm. the sun's coming out is not cutting it.
3: No. So then he said so then he patted my shoulder and said, are you And I said, no, no, I'm not okay." And he goes, well, maybe we should do this a different day. And I'm like, absolutely not let's just get it done. I'm going to shake and cry. Just ignore it. So he's like, okay, do you want us to turn on the TV? And I said, no, I have my iPod. And he said, okay. So then they started and literally everything, my whole body was shaking. And he kept saying, should we stop? No, just do it. Just get it done.
2: I was so frustrated. What was on your iPod, which was now standing in for Xanax, Xanax, which it's, I don't care how much Enya you have on there. Mm-hmm. It ain't mm-hmm. Xanax.
3: Well, it kicked off with Speedway Speedwagon, I Can't Fight This Feeling.
2: <laughs> well, that's the worst song.
3: No, it was great. It was kind of making me happy, and I was thinking about it, and kind of See,
2: because tapping my toe. Really? Because mm-hmm. I would take that as, I can't fight this terror that I'm feeling anymore. <laughs> like, I give in to the terror.
3: See, I was just thinking about people that declare mm-hmm. their love mm-hmm. to other people, and that was making me feel good. Mountain
2: climbers, mostly. <laughs>
3: And then I, the next song was that, I can't, I think it's called One More Try. It's George Michael. You oh, know, where yeah. he goes, teacher, there,
2: there are things, things yeah, that I still I have. That was great. Oh, that's a good one.
3: And then, and this was great. I have this version of Lauren Hill singing um, His Eyes on the Sparrow. And it's like super, you know, she gets really into it. I sing because I'm happy. And then I was thinking, okay, God loves me. Everything's mm-hmm. going to be okay. God's yeah. not going to let me die here. Yeah. So then that was encouraging.
2: So it sounds like the playlist actually kind of worked.
3: It did. The A playlist, little bit. Yeah, the playlist was great because it would kind of distract me and I would turn it way up high when the drill was happening. That was the most helpful. There was drilling? I don't know what it was. He kept, he was talking to me the whole time, but I couldn't hear him. But there was loud machinery going on.
2: Wow. And, did you at any time try to astrally project yourself? Yes. You know what? I mean, I don't yes, know if that, I did. If, that, if that falls under the Christian you know, re- <laughs> worldview. But I mean, I, some, like when I was getting my barnacle mouth dealt with, that was what I was, I was trying to just float above the dental office. I was trying to just leave my body, just say, I'm going to put you on timeout, human form of Luke, shell of flesh that my spirit resides within. I'm going to go to Arby's and leave you there and see if I, it didn't work. But. Well, I
3: did something kind of similar to that, which did help, which is that I just decided to kind of project myself into Pride and Prejudice. (laughs) So I started with the opening scene, and I just pretended that I was Elizabeth Bennett. Uh And then, you know, I was snotty. You know, Mr. Darcy wouldn't dance with anyone at the dance, and he's a jerk. And I just kind of went scene by scene in my mind. And that actually really did distract me, just living Pride and Prejudice.
2: That's a great idea. I think um, I might have to see that movie, if only for a, a pain coping strategy. <laughs> well, where where are you? You certainly you seem okay, but what's the what's the latest? Where is it done? Is it all done? Or
3: no, now it has to heal for two weeks because it's very bruised and agitated. So it has to heal for two weeks, and then it should be just
2: fine. And then they will actually put on the thing. Right. This is all just to get it ready for the the permanent crown. Is this a? Did you at any point consider just getting a rusty spoon? and marathon manning this because i know it wasn't cheap no. and is it a tooth that you use a lot it's not no, a no it's front... my
3: very back last molar what it would be my last molar i mean i had a wisdom tooth removed so yeah. it would it's my last one you don't
2: even need that i know why did they tell you that that it actually needs to i mean can't that thing just well, you fall can't off have, or something no
3: you can't have like anything like that you can't have a crack or break in your teeth because then bacteria gets in there uh, and yeah, it causes inflamed, massive pain inflamed and inflamed bad
2: yeah. i see okay well uh, well, we're glad to have you back. Do you feel okay? Yeah,
3: I feel great. The
2: nerve, it's not hurt. Well, the nerve's dead.
3: The nerve's dead. All all of the pain is due to just all the work that was done. It's just bruising.
2: Mm-hmm. If only I could have my heart nerve deactivated. <laughs> I still haven't figured out how to do that. Well, welcome back. We really missed you. I'm glad Thank you're you. okay. Sorry that you had to go through all that.
3: There um, was one moment when he said to me, "I'm going to I'm going to put a rubber dam over your mouth. Have you ever had one of those? And I said... No, but it sounds wonderful. Those and are he said, you're a little sarcastic. <laughs> That's what my dentist said to me. The, wow. the doctor, the endodontic or
2: doctor. Endodontic. Or yeah. That's that thing where they, they, they stretch a little piece of rubber and they isolate the tooth. Yeah, there's working one on. little
3: hole for your tooth.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: So that was exciting too. All of it was just so wonderful.
0: Okay. So this kind of experience <laughs> is what makes people fearful of the dentist. Yes. Right? Yes. Holy cow. Ooh. From the part where the dentist starts to put the Novocaine in the wrong place.
1: Oh my gosh. To the Someone part where. Be fired.
0: Yes, to the part where they, they don't listen to her when she's trying to tell them that she's in pain. Mm hmm. To the part where they don't, um, make the instructions clear to her. So she thinks she has to go in without taking any, any anxiety medication. It's just, it's awful.
1: Poor it Jen. Awful. I hope she never went back there to any of those people. And how about the ice and the, and, and the, the pressure. Hmm. This is where I was like, Oh my gosh. Like holding my face. Like I can't listen. I don't want, I don't want her to go through this.
0: Yeah. And, and I don't have, um, temperature pressure sensitivities normally, mm-hmm. but everybody's had just a little zing or right. whatever from something yeah. in their life. But the idea of sort of deliberately, um, trying to aggravate a spot like that. Oh Ugh.
1: man. And I don't know anything about anything really, but can't you tell if a, if a nerve is dead? Or whatever was happening, can't the dentist? I mean, that's literally their job. Because she was for that. Yeah, she wasn't at a dentist. She was at a like a nerve specialist because you can't Mm -hmm. usually just get a root canal from any old doctor. They or any old dentist. They have to have a specialty to be able to do that. So, this person was terrible, and I need Mm -hmm. her to make a Yelp review about them because I don't ever (laughs) want to go there. Well, I hope
0: that the dentist was, uh, embarrassed. Yes. It sort of seems that maybe she was a little bit when she said, oh, it's a good thing you're on top of it today. And that <sighs> sort of not a seems excuse. like a cover for, for your embarrassment, but still,
1: oh my gosh. Yeah. No, <laughs> that should not happen. Um, So as I was listening to this, I was just thinking, some of my biggest fears are having cracked teeth, Mm -hmm. um, dead teeth, where, you know, you've seen like the kid who gets hit in the face when they're young and then all of a sudden their tooth is gray. I always Mm -hmm. have this fear that I'm wake up and have a gray tooth. Um, A chipped... Oh, my sister chipped my tooth once by shoving the vacuum cleaner in my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Please explain. Um, um oh God this goes into like crazy sisterness um she was being a brat like usual I think she was a teenager which you know I hate teenage girls um and she and she had the vacuum cleaner and um I said like oh geez you need the period sucker <laughs> I told you teenage girls are the worst and she grabs the vacuum and pulls it off and shoves the hose in my mouth and says I need the bitch sucker. And it chipped my front tooth. And then she pushed me into the gas fireplace and it burned my leg. Oh my <laughs> God, like a second degree burn. So <laughs> sisters. Wow. Yeah. But so chip tooth, but I always had. So have you ever seen the show run and Stimpy? Yes, I have. There's one episode where Ren, all Ren's teeth are rotten and they pull out and then the nerves, the nerve endings get chewed off by like a or <gasps> By the tooth the fever. Sleeping. Oh yeah. my God. I've seen that one. That's horrifying. It haunts me. So anytime I see someone with bad teeth or I think about teeth or I hear about it, I think about that episode and it, it's still, it still gives me chills.
0: Oh my god! Everybody, pause right now <laughs> and, and go sh- <laughs> Google "Ren and Stimpy Tooth Beaver" and watch
1: it. <laughs> we should we should put put the clip or something. Find it if it's online and put we put it should in the show
0: notes.
1: We should. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> okay, so the other uh things that I like to highlight about this particular clip is that uh number one, the iPod does not equal a Xanax.
1: No. Mm-mm. No matter
0: how hard she tried to make nope. it.
1: Mm-mm.
0: And I really liked when um they were talking about uh Luke was saying he tried to astrally project himself in the whole <laughs> barnacle mouth. Tobacco he tried to astrally project himself to Arby's of any place in the world. <laughs> he went to Arby's. He chose Arby's. And Jen tried to uh, project herself into scenes from Pride and Prejudice,
1: which is so Jen. It's so Jen. I I just can't do that. I can't do visualization of where I'm supposed to be or like any of that kind of stuff. So I I don't know what I would do. Um,
0: just embrace the pain, I guess. I guess so.
1: I guess I would probably astral project myself into a place where I was biting the dentist. (laughs) 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 Or I was the dentist and the dentist was the patient.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Okay. So on to our next one comes to us from July 27th, 2012 where Andrew is battling gum disease.
4: Dentist work was fine. I uh, you want to hear a little bit about I've my issue mistake. My teeth? Yeah. Can I hear yeah. About my teeth a yeah, little please. bit. Please. Your teeth talk. Going to be real scintillating. Yeah, absolutely. Uh,
0: like, ha, ha, just kidding. Good.
4: I got really I have I not to brag But I have really good teeth Okay Every time I've gone to the dentist My entire life They're always like Good genes Yeah They're talking about my teeth You have nice teeth my, You do yeah. You have nice teeth uh, Well I don't even think they're, They look that good I mean they, But they're just like strong I've never had a cavity in my life I'm 35 And it's just luck Like I, my parents just must have Had good teeth or something Because I don't even t- I don't even go out of my way To take that great of care You brush your
2: teeth In the morning With a bottle of Jack though right <laughs> Yeah That's the, I think exactly. 4 out of 5 Kesha's recommend yeah. that <laughs> um, But uh, we went in there today. the moving
4: around, I went like five years without going to the dentist. Mm-hmm. So I was having, while my teeth remained strong, my gums were um, kind of in need of some special attention. So when I went to the dentist, they put me on this regimen of coming back to the dentist every four months to get cleaned and looked at, looked at, cleaned. And uh, they do this thing where they, they stick a, got like poker into your gum hole. That sounds... Like a massage. The thing is, they do it to you anyway. It just goes by so fast and it doesn't really hurt. You know when they say, do they ever do this thing where they count? They say, this tooth, one, two, one, three, two, three four three four you ever get that they're measuring the holes around the teeth and how far you can go down and maybe they were just doing it to me because i had this this gum issue Did you have your
2: pants off when this was happening
4: (laughs) they kept saying cough cough (laughs) um and uh but anyway yeah so the numbers the first time i went after not going to the dentist for uh like five years they were giving me numbers like four five four and then having Mm -hmm. really long talks with me about my future
2: oh so they were Um, checking
4: if they were it sounds like they're checking if your gums are receding yes exactly they're checking to see how deep so the the bigger the number the deeper their thing which is bad is it weird that my dentist gets out a graphing calculator it is it is weird is it Uh, weird that i'll be here all week (laughs) is it weird that i'd
2: like you to tip your waitress If you're driving don't drink. Is it if it's is it weird that you've been great, I've been Luke Burbank.
4: <laughs> anyway.
2: Can, they bring, can, this they, goddamn can, can story. they bring your can they bring your gums back?
4: They brought my gums back. I'm like I'm at like I when I went I was at like four five four territory or something like that. What Yesterday I was hearing a lot of two, three, twos, a lot of, I haven't heard a one, two, one. Like things are just things at one point the dentist said to me, Things are going really well. At a certain point we won't be able to improve on it anymore because you're gonna be perfect and i was like that's what i want to hear
2: what are what are they doing to the gums fertilizing I mean, they're just, them
4: they're just getting me to take care of them better and coming back a lot for a lot of cleanings uh-huh. we, you know we don't want to talk we don't want to take this line of thought too much further cuz you start getting into gross things like mm-hmm. you know food getting stuck in your gums or whatever sure. but like basically just
2: or by- mouth herpes as i was so viciously uh, and scurrilously accused of having kind of a dentist you. You didn't go to that guy on Capitol Hill, did you? That's like right by the Redwood. No, because that's the guy who yelled mouth herpes at me. I love my dentists. I think Doctor
4: Young is her. I think it's a. I think they're married, and they're both Doctor Young, and they're um down. Uh, they're right by the Five Point, actually, which is really? why after the dentist appointment, I did what any good dental patient would do, which is I went to the Five Point, had a couple of beers, and a, and a French dip.
2: Oh man so can i get their name and number from you because yeah. i need i need to go and get some need to get this situation looked at yeah your, your herpes situation that one you know that they seemed, only that's look that's at mouth moved. herpes right oh, that's all i mean it's the good news mouth fine bad news yeah junk, riddled yeah with riddled with i learned
4: this the hard way though not for the dentist's office oh really he, you got to keep your pants on there well
2: i guess we go to different kinds of dentists
1: So, and this is another example of men being the worst. Mm -hmm. Five years.
0: and In my notes, I wrote that bastard.
1: (laughs) He gets to not floss, probably barely brush his teeth. I mean, I don't know his habits, but I'm just going to say that just for, you know, to put an exclamation point on it. And doesn't go to the dentist and no cavities.
0: No cavities. At least with Luke, he was very clear about... Um, the importance of dental hygiene to him and that he brushed and he flossed and he rinsed and all that stuff. So, mm-hmm. okay, that's fine. He's
1: still got but- herpes, though. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Andrew does the bare minimum and has no cavities. That is not fair. Yeah, it's not fair. Because I practice really good dental hygiene. I always have. I've always uh, brushed and flossed and all that stuff. And I have tons of cavities. And my two brothers, who are also fairly lackadaisical in their oral hygiene, no cavities. And I just think that this is an injustice and I don't understand it.
1: Well, have you ever thought about going the opposite? Just not brushing and not flossing and seeing how that goes for you?
0: Oh, no, I don't. I don't think I'm going to try
1: that. Yeah, let's just try it for six months. And see how that happens. And if see you have no goes. cavities, that's that's what's... Go- Maybe you have magic plaque that will just coat the teeth and keep away cavities. Oh,
0: protect it. I see. <laughs> I don't think they teach that in dental school. I don't think so either. A few years ago, I was getting my uh, cleaning done and I had no cavities and it had been probably like four or five years since I'd had any. And I was feeling pretty good about myself. And I said to the hygienist, "Eh, looks like I'm really getting the hang of this now. And she says, well, Anne, you don't really have that many places left to fill.
1: (gasps) Okay. Did you change dentists? (laughs) No. Did you write a Yelp review?
0: Uh, She was just teasing me.
1: I don't like this teasing.
0: Disappointing.
1: Yeah. That's terrible, but it really—I think it is. I'm going to say, with you know my dental degree, that it's 90% genetics and Mm -hmm. only 10% dental care.
0: Mm -hmm. The other thing that I tell myself is that. um, So I spent most of the 80s living in Europe.
2: Mm -hmm. That's when I was
0: getting my adult teeth, and they don't fluoridate the water in Europe. As I understand, yeah. at least they didn't. S- then. They, f- they fluoridate the table salt, and my mom never ever used salt. So I tell myself that that's yeah. what the reason is. And then by the time it, my be. brother started to get uh, their teeth, and we were back in the states,
1: I mean, I, you've seen Austin Powers, right? You've seen his teeth, right? <laughs> right there. <laughs> it's lucky you still have any.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Consider myself fortunate. You got t-
1: you got to have a fancy european upbringing but you know no teeth
0: right well there are trade offs to everything <laughs> right <laughs> so you have you done this gum pokey thing that andrew talks about yes. in the clip
1: i actually just had it 2 weeks ago oh i went to the dentist and i was so excited cuz it was almost done and here's the other thing um my dentist is my friend so he was actually at my reception and which happened. So on Sunday morning, I see him cause everyone, we're at the hotel and everyone is eating breakfast and I see him and I just got a pop up that the following Friday I had a dentist appointment and I was like, Hey Kyle, you're going to be seeing my teeth <laughs> <laughs> next Friday. And I was like, and I haven't been flossing. And he's like, <laughs> and he just laughed. And I was like, but that's Mary's problem. Who's the dental hygienist. <laughs> And, and, you know, by the time the dentist sees you, you're all cleaned up. Like you, you, it looks amazing in there. Right. And he's like, it looks great. And I was like, "Ah, I should have seen it before. (laughs) It was a real shit show in there. But, um, so she gets it all done. And, um, then she's like, oh, it looks like we haven't, uh, measured your gums in a while. And I was like, damn it. So she starts doing it and I don't know what they're actually doing. I just know that I hate it and it hurts. Um, And I didn't even know what the numbers meant because she just says she's so positive. She's just like, oh, it looks really good. There's some fours and fives in there, but mostly ones and twos. And I didn't know what that meant. I was like, oh, you sound positive. So I'll say (laughs) thanks. Um, And then just listening to this clip, I was like, oh, it actually was good.
0: Yeah, I. That's interesting because I've only had it done once, and the oh. hygienist didn't explain it to me either. She just got in there and started poking around, and I was like, "I've never had this before. I don't understand. What do I these don't like it." Mean? Yeah. But I get really competitive. I mean, we know I get competitive, but yeah, right. I mean, whenever I, I hear like a three, I'm like, "Oh, oh no! Oh, I gotta make try harder." harder. <laughs>
1: Or just say, okay, anything that scores below a one or two, just yank it out. Ooh. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> no. But I don't, so what I don't understand is how can, so they measure all around it, right? The front, the sides, all over. How can a tooth be a, a two and a four at the same time? Am I just like forgetting one side of it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I
0: think well, we ne- have to go to poking school. I so,
1: <laughs> someone got a degree doing to do that. So I we maybe should interview them on the show. I have a question though. Why don't next time you go to the dentist, ask if they can do it? Oh, okay. And then report back. Okay. Okay. And try to we'll try to outdo each other's score or something. I don't know. I don't know how this works. <laughs>
0: Well, I want to commend Andrew, at least. I mean, we talked about how dumb men are, Mm -hmm. but at least once he finally went, he kind of got with the program. Yes. And that he goes um, frequently and um, tries to improve his home care and seems to have made a lot of progress on his
1: gums. And I totally understand loving a dentist and then not wanting to go anywhere else. You don't want to start that relationship over again. And mm-hmm. so I totally understand, especially when he was in LA, you know what his life was like. It was right. always driving. He was so stressed out. He couldn't even handle it. Um, so not going to the dentist for those two years, he gets a pass in my book. Yes. And I'm glad yes. that that's the first thing he did as soon as he knew he was coming back to Seattle <laughs> is make an appointment.
0: <laughs> See, guys, and I love how you do the- it.
1: Exactly. I love that he gives them a plug all the time. Mm-hmm.
0: And that he mentioned that his dentist's office is right by the five point. So after he <laughs> That's a benefit. got done with his appointment, he went and had a couple of beers and a French dip.
1: Yeah. I like a style.
0: All right. Let's move on to the final clip. And we're going back to a Jen story from October 10th. <laughs> And this is 2011. And this is one that's more about uh, flossing, which is such a problem for so many people. Mm -hmm. And we've uh, heard a few stories about Jen's propensity for lying. (laughs) (laughs) But this is one that really, really makes me happy. (laughs) Yes, me too.
2: What was the verdict on the teeth?
3: Uh, No cavities, but very sad news. One of my teeth does show early signs of gingivitis, which is another one of those things that commercials scared the hell out of me about my whole life, like dandruff. Dandruff and gingivitis are the two things I didn't know existed until commercials. Right. And then I found out they're the worst thing that can ever happen. That's
2: why I never see you in a black turtleneck.
3: (laughs) So, of course, I was like, gingivitis. ah!" I started freaking out. And she actually said that um, – she said, it's not a joke and I'm not – you – have to start using a Sonicare, like you have to start today to take care of this immediately, because I guess it can turn into gum disease, and then gum disease is irreversible. So I like have to I have to deal with my gingivitis immediately with a Sonicare, is what I was, was told.
2: Uh, by the way, we'd like to welcome a new sponsor to the show, uh, Sonicare. So uh, you got uh, you got my money. Uh, very excited to welcome them into the TV- as <laughs> uh, TBTL advertising family. I'll be
3: hitting Bartels on my way home. I've
2: been having some like. One of my teeth in the back is kind of a little like I'll be eating some soup and it's fine, and then just like one tooth in the back will be saying that's a little hot. Mm-hmm. Is it just me, or is that a little, a little bit hot? That's how that tooth talks for some reason, <laughs> uh, and that's got me nervous. I need to go in, but you know, the last time I went in, yeah, it was years ago, and we talked about it on the show it was a very, is a very it was the time when the dentist yelled at me within earshot of all of the other patients that I had herpes. <laughs> And uh was chastised by the, the dental assistant lady um, without mercy, and so I'm still a little nervous about uh, going back there.
3: Well, that's what I think is so frustrating, too, is because she kept saying to me, what are you scared about? And then I would answer, I'm scared you're going to find cavities, mm-hmm. first and foremost, and that's going to be hundreds and hundreds of dollars and pain and time out of my schedule. I'm scared that you're going to, when you're doing the little probe thing, mm-hmm. that you're going to probe something that is like, sensitive hurts all yes. the way from my head to my toe yeah. and, and, and traumatizes that's a, me.
2: That's a real thing, too, because... How do they know that it's? How do they know that it's? Uh, you know, a, a cavity or that there's a nerve that's too close to the surface of whatever. How do they know? They stick it with that GD metal hook.
3: Yeah. So and your whole body goes like on yeah. like uh, like you've been electrocuted. Yeah. And then and then the other thing and I said, Anne, I'm afraid that when you do all of your your probing and everything, that my gums are going to bleed excessively. And, they did and and so one time when my gums were bleeding excessively cuz when you are
2: as, applo- as opposed to when your gums are just bleeding appropriately <laughs> yeah. that'd be like a normal that'd be like a yeah. normal monday
3: right so immediately when they're doing your teeth and they start bleeding they always say do you floss and sometimes i lie and sometimes i tell the truth it depends on how i'm feeling in the moment if i have the confidence to pull it off but so one time i said yep and they said well your gums are bleeding really excessively for somebody who flosses regularly and then they said oh could you be pregnant and i said <laughs> And she goes, oh, you're pregnant? And I said, yep. I would rather she think that. I would rather tell that lie than have her think that I don't fly. this
2: is how the Ben Stiller movie of that uh, thing goes. Uh, Then they go, well, I'm sorry. We can't anesthetize you for the three root canals we're currently doing on you. So uh, just here's a piece of leather that you can grip in your hand when the pain is too intense.
3: I'm just saying there are a lot of things to be afraid of when you go to the dentist. And I think it's really disingenuous of them. To act like, well, why are you afraid? We're gentle. I'm not saying you're not gentle. I'm just saying all the things you're doing are frightening.
2: Right. And let's just let's just be honest about it. Now there is a whole field of what's called gentle dentistry. Did you know about this?
3: That's when they is that sedation dentistry?
2: Well, I I think that is probably the same thing, but I've heard them I've heard it described as gentle dentistry, and I've also heard of something called sedation dentistry. Sedation dentistry Looks pretty.
3: Which sounds to me like molestation dentistry. Like, <laughs> it, that, those just sound interchangeable to me. Like, there's <laughs> no way I'm going to be sedated.
2: Uh, yeah, I, I, I think that sounds a little like...
3: Like my Russian child yeah.
2: psychiatrist. Hey, I'd like to go ahead and uh, bid a fond farewell to uh, a sponsor who recently left us, <laughs> Dr. Arnold Rosenbaum's Sedation Dentistry. So, uh, you, got, uh, you got my money? Anyway, um, I'm glad you survived.
0: So, Jen is completely Right that commercials (laughs) taught us that dandruff and gingivitis are the worst things that could ever happen
1: to a human being. The worst things. Like I was saying, as I was listening to this, dandruff and gingivitis and quicksand and house fires, those were all things that were, it was a when it happens, not if it happens. Right. I knew I was just, all my stuff was going to be gone in a house fire. There was probably years of my life that I just kept all of my beloved things in a pile next to my bed. I just knew that it was either going to be hot lava or quicksand, that my family was just going to perish in one time, and then dandruff and gingivitis. Like you just, that those just happen, especially if you wear black shirts all the time, right?
0: <laughs> and like Jen, I had absolutely no idea, and I really still don't what gingivitis is, right. but I'm very scared of getting it, right? And every time that you would see, what was it? what was the mouthwash? Was it Listerine or scope where they had the, it was the, um, the jungle theme where it was swinging through the jungle on a rope. And I was like, Oh my God, I am going to get gingivitis if I don't use this scope right Mm -hmm. now.
1: Yeah. And the, and the big, and it would show you how to brush the teeth or you'd get gingivitis. And Mm -hmm. then I don't remember there, there was also a commercial where the, um, the plaque became live animated creatures and crawled yes. all over the mouth. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, I sh- I just thought I would surely die of gingivitis at some point. Did they put these
0: more with like Saturday morning cartoons or something? I feel like it. Because that, why do we have such a clear memory of this?
1: And you know what? Did dandruff just go away? Cause I don't think I've seen a commercial for dandruff shampoo True. since. True. Or gingivitis. Did we solve this? Are these just obsolete like polio?
0: <laughs> We've got all the dandruff uh, inoculations in place. <laughs> um, so, I mean, Jen has to start using the Sonicare. That yes. is the, the conclusion that she comes to, like, right now.
1: Yeah. Like on your way home. Go. Did you, do you use a Sonicare?
0: I don't. I just use a plain old toothbrush.
1: Okay. That's a choice.
0: I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's interesting. Cause I my remember. mom has one and my brother has one, yeah. but she never offered to get me one and I just never thought about it.
1: Oh, I love mine. If I, I take it everywhere I go. I mean like not to work every day, but if I go on a trip, um, I take it with me. And if I have to use a manual brush, my teeth Uh just don't feel clean. Hmm.
0: I don't know. The dentist told me you should brush your teeth for two minutes. Uh Um, Two minutes on the up front, two minutes on the up back, or what am I saying? 30 seconds on the up front, 30 seconds on the up back, and then each side of the bottom. And that should do you. And I
1: don't know. It feels okay. Yeah. You're doing good though.
0: I guess. So the meat of this clip, right, is (laughs) (laughs) I mentioned another of Jen's amazing lies. (laughs) She is so ashamed to tell the hygienist that she doesn't floss, that she would rather tell her
1: that she's pregnant. (laughs) Okay, so I need to know what her long term plan with this was. I don't think she had one, but you go to the dentist every six months. Is she just, it had, was she going to say, I lost the baby? Well, that gets kind of dark. It it does because then this means that they, I mean, sometimes they can't use fluoride potentially.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: She can't get x-rays. This, mm. this starts to get really deep. I mean, she could have talked herself out of getting a uh, gas if she was going to, if, if it came to that.
0: Never lie and
1: say you're pregnant. They just don't let you do anything.
0: No, maybe um, the way out of that is the next time she goes, they would say um, whatever about the pregnancy, and she would just have to deny all yeah, knowledge of it. What? Be like, "What are you talking about?"
1: That's I never rude. Said I was pregnant. I've, so I've gained like five pounds, but I'm not pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> this is the time you just never go back to that dentist, right?
0: <laughs> yes, this is a, a very like a a short term solution for this <laughs> flossing problem. But I love that that would... a really long term one.
1: Yeah, i I just am loud and proud about it. Now mm-hmm. I flossed about two days before I came. As soon as I get the calendar reminder, <laughs> so I talked to my hygienist this time because that that news article had just come out about how you don't have to floss. And of Mm -hmm. course we know that's not what it said. And the whole thing we've talked about it a lot. Um, so I discussed that with her and I said, what, you know, what is the, you know, tell me a story about it. And she said, I have people that come in and their teeth are just, I mean like gushing blood. And I asked them, Hey, what's, you know, have you done anything different or what? And they said, Oh no, everything's the same. Well, I did start flossing eight times a day three days before I came here. (laughs) So their gums are just like swollen and traumatized from from that. And I'm sure that they're doing it super hard Uh to like (laughs) get it in there. Just be true. Just tell the truth. Yep. It's worse if you don't. Yep. And never, never lie and say you're pregnant. (laughs) No, (laughs) no,
0: The uh, uh, other thing that I really enjoyed in this clip is when they talked about um, different types gentle dentistry and sedation dentistry. Yeah. And Jen said that sedation dentistry equals molestation dentistry. <laughs> that's so the best. She's not doing it. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's one. I mean, I haven't heard any news stories. And, I'm you know, for all those dentists out there that do this. But this seems like a news story, right? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, the dentist puts you out for three hours while he does your cavity and then touch your boobs. I don't know. Frankly, I don't care that much. Right, to me either. <laughs> as long as my teeth are fine at the end of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Go ahead. My dentist well, is I... pretty cute too, so go ahead.
0: There you go. I, I would think that if you're going to have... Um, sedation, dentistry, that you should have somebody with you, right? Because you can't drive home from that. For sure. And that should not like that they're there in the room with you. But I would think that that would keep most of the creepers at bay from doing anything. um, I mean, I was going to say anything really bad, but I mean, it's all really bad.
1: Well, so... That's a really long con. If you want to be a creeper to go through dental school, <laughs> you know what I mean? Well,
0: I don't know that being a creeper is like their primary objective. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a benefit from being a dentist. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so God love Jen.
1: <sighs> we miss Jen.
0: I love how she he, she isn't afraid to lie. Right.
1: I'm always too her, afraid of getting caught Yeah, all of her lies I always, anytime I try to lie Even if it's just like little tiny one It always goes awry In in kind of a Comical sitcom way mm-hmm. Um, So I just can't do it But I, I love her for doing it I just, I just love it
0: Yeah, I have no poker face At all So I can't get away with any lies Because it's just written all over my face. (laughs) I really kind of admire people that can do it successfully. Right. So do we have any other uh, dental related things that we haven't touched on?
1: I don't think so. My mouth hurts a little bit, but I want to go eat some candy.
0: (laughs) I know the last time I had a cavity, my dentist said, have you been eating more sugar? And I said... No. No. <laughs> Another example of knowing that I can't lie. Right. <laughs> and then I resolved for like three weeks. I was like, okay, no more candy.
1: But it makes me so happy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you, What is it? Your love language is sugar.
0: Exactly.
1: So what if you get a cavity? It's worth it.
0: Right. It's just a little drilling.
1: A <laughs> few shots. <laughs>
0: an uncomfortable hour.
1: Right. No big deal.
0: Well, let's go to some housekeeping. How are we coming with the archiving project?
1: I'm always super negative about it because it feels such like such a big task and mm-hmm. but I will say on a to be a little positive is that I just assigned weeks in May of 2016. So we're getting close. Awesome. Awesome. yeah yeah so we're getting close
0: do we have a lot of ones that are uh, got repoed that are scattered throughout
1: we do so I have recently repoed anything over six months old if you haven't responded to any of my hey what's going on because <laughs> I'm usually pretty nice the first couple times like what's up you know do uh-huh. you want it back or whatever and if you don't answer me I repo it um and there's some people that our new listeners. So they want to listen to old ones. So I've, I've, um, there's, there's some backlog definitely for people if they would like to join. Mm -hmm. So shows like this are only possible because of you.
0: Archiving is like flossing.
1: Right? You have to it's do it. It's
0: not always totally pleasant, but you got to do it. <laughs> and do when it. Christy asks you, don't lie
1: about it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. If you can't do it, don't do it. Because there are amazing, wonderful people like Ann and Sarah and Caleb and Jack that will take up the slack.
0: Yeah, we'll get there, everybody. And it's going to be so fun when we do. I have some ideas for shows that... We just have to wait to do them because (laughs) I can't just drop the needle, as Andrew says, into the uh, radio days and find them because it's impossible. So we'll get there and it's going to be great. And then we have to decide what to do with it after that.
1: Exactly. And that should be awesome.
0: Yep. Good work, everybody. Keep at it. Um, There are ways that you can support us. You can uh, get some stickers. We have an LRB sticker. We have a 10 sticker on our website. You can uh, shop through our Amazon portal and get um, all the stuff that you would normally get at the price that you would normally get it at. And we'll just get a few pennies, pennies on the dollar that help us out slowly but surely. Or if you'd like to, you can give us a direct donation. We always accept those. Um, we know that Bobby is going to Texas uh, next week and there is a lot of potential for jams
1: there. <laughs> there's a lot
0: of jams yeah. i mean we've got a pretty good jam reserve at the moment but you never know <laughs>
1: never know <laughs> mike and bobby together
0: Whew. all right That's a lot of jams indeed um, if you would like to get involved with the show, you can visit our website. It's littleredbandwagon.com for the aforementioned Amazon portal and stickers and donation button. You can join us on our Facebook page, which has been really fun lately. <laughs> you can uh, tweet at us that our show Twitter is at LRB Podcast, or you can sure send us an email at littleredbandwagon at com. And we also have a voicemail. Christy, do we get voicemails or not? <laughs>
1: No, we don't. And I really want some. Hmm.
0: Maybe we'll have Send to... Send us
1: all your voicemails.
0: We'll have to do like a voicemail incentive or something.
1: <clears throat> I like it.
0: But if you have something that you'd really like to share with us, you can give us a call at 802 432 tbtl That's 802-432-8285. And do you have anything that you need to add, Christy? Or shall we get out of here?
1: Um, how about here's a little thing. How about you guys put our voicemail number into your phone. And if you have to drunk dial, do it, call (laughs) us. Don't call your ex. Don't text the, don't text someone you shouldn't be calling. Call Mm us.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. So there you go. That
0: best friend that really pissed you off and you haven't talked to her since. No, no, just let us know. We'll take care of it.
1: Right. We got you. We got you. Um. So today my outro, my outro is going to be brought to you by archivist Megan Keane. She keeps writing every time she writes to me, she has these sign-outs that she does and I just love them so much that I'm going to start using them at the end of the show. So all right. Okay. So here's today. Never wait for cake and never mess with Aiden. Damn
0: straight.
2: Nailed it. Initially, Jason really resisted this, but I asked him if he wouldn't mind actually sneaking a secret camera into the car when ah. he picked you up, and so we have actually a recording of, of you two on the way home.
3: Right.
2: Yeah, I know. How did it go?
4: I didn't feel anything.
3: Yeah. Uh, I feel
2: fine. Kind of felt good, didn't it? Uh,
4: is, is this
2: real life? yeah, this is real life, okay now
4: okay now I, I
3: have two fingers, good, oh, four
2: fingers Jason is so sweet to you, <laughs> the way that he just kind of babies you and and just you know it just answers your questions I think in such a kind of sweet way. It's really nice to hear four fingers, nah no, uh. uh. Don't put that in don't put it in your mouth. Okay. You feel good?
3: I can't see anything.
2: Yes, you can. Stay in your seat. And that's when that's when the tape just goes. The tape just kind of shutters and then goes blank. Right. So anyway. Right.